Hello, everybody. I'm Craig. And I'm Doug. And I am half of Messer Brothers Presents. And the other half is not here. Not here. He is not here. <laughs> He's busy. He's busy working. So, thought we'd sneak in here and do an episode for your entertainment. Entertainment, boredom filler, On whatever. this second day of March. Which will be posting on the third day of March. So you'll hear it on the third. We're out of February. Shortest the month is over. Month is over. Longest, shortest. I just noticed my watch is confused and it thinks it's February thirtieth. Um, mine is. Well, mine's real off. It's the twenty sixth of something. <laughs> All those thirty, thirty and. Anything that's not 31 confuses. Yeah. I haven't, obviously haven't set my watch since, I don't know when. A few months. As far as the day thing. Yeah. It's not a smart watch, in case anybody's wondering. It's a dumb watch. My watch is an EcoDrive, Citizen EcoDrive, so it don't require a battery. But, obviously you have to fix the day every now and then. Yep. They don't set themselves. No. Which is fine. Yep. <laughs> I don't want it to do it for me. So, what you been up to? Yeah, nothing much. We went... Ah, your birthday was last week. Yes, it was. Turned the big three, seven. Yep, thanks for telling everybody. <laughs> it's all right. Big three, Because they all needed to know. Did you get anything exciting for your birthday? Um, exciting. Nothing no. particularly exciting. Just that trip to Pigeon Forge. Yeah, we went to the it was exciting. Alcatraz East Crime Museum. Very good place. Yeah, we were there for like three hours. Didn't feel like it. No, but there's a lot in there. A lot more than I thought it was. What was your favorite part? Um, hmm. Probably, I actually liked the room. They had all the the execution stuff in. Yeah. The electric chair, the gas chamber. What else? Noose to hang people with, the guillotine. Yeah, you liked all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doug's fascination That was actually I mean that was the most interesting I thought Yeah That's pretty You know uh, <clears throat> When we were going I thought we'd see a lot of things That we've covered But it really opened my eyes There's a lot of stuff We haven't covered mm -hmm. A whole lot A lot of Disappearances And murders And unsolved things And yeah. It's a lot of stuff People have probably Covered You know Obviously covered before But a lot of material We've not given our own Spin to Nope so we probably, we probably need to pick it up. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, my, I thought they had that DB Cooper mm -hmm. thing, and that was kind of cool. It was a plane coming out of the ceiling with a guy on the steps. I liked that. Um, DB. And then I liked, I liked the cars. They had uh, Ted Bundy's actual VW Bug. Yep. Which is really creepy if you think about it. I mean, that's the car that he drove 
through the majority of his murders. Yep. And then they had OJ. OJ's Bronco. Bronco that he the was. White Bronco. In, in the chase, which is interesting too. Well, you know, you kind of wonder. I wondered about this after that. How do they get these things? They had to buy them. How do you? How does I, I do know go about getting? So the Bronco, I know. I watch Pawn Stars, and I know there was an episode of Pawn Stars where a guy was selling that Bronco, hmm. and he it was on the show, and they had the opportunity to buy, it, and they said it was too much. But then I'm pretty sure they put a little pop up and said the car was going to be in the museum in Pigeon Forge. So I don't know if they loaned it, you know, they like loaning it to them and they're paying them a month or if they actually purchased it. But it was a big per. I mean, it was expensive. And I can't imagine, you know, a lot of that stuff's probably on loan. But at the same time, you know, I didn't see it didn't say on loan on those plaques for the vehicles. And some of the other things in the museum had things that said lended by such and such. Maybe they bought it. So they may have bought it. Um which is a pretty penny, I'm sure. But if you saw the amount of people going through that place, yeah, they make they're, it back. They're quick. making money, so um, I would, I would say it's worth it. You know, if you're interested in this type of thing and you're in Pigeon Forge, it's worth the money to do it. But if you're not interested in it, I don't know if it'd be interesting. Like mm. my wife, my wife wouldn't have liked it at all. It's it's heavy on reading. You know, there's a lot to read. Yep. Um, but it's you know. I, I liked it. It was, it was entertaining it. and it was interesting and it was different. It yeah. was something different. I'd go again. Not like soon, but one day. Yep, yep. Um, they'll change some of the exhibits out. They have temporary stuff. Yeah. They'll change eventually. Yeah. I think some of the Ted Bundy stuff was temporary. Yeah, a lot of that was temporary. Maybe not the car, but the other <laughs> yeah, stuff. I don't think the car was, but the other stuff was. So, um, well, OJ, I remember watching OJ's car chase on TV. Yeah, what'd you think? I didn't really know what to think of it. <laughs> I guess at the time, so I was. You know, he they had all that stuff on TV a couple years ago about OJ. I guess it was one of the anniversaries or something. I don't know. Mm, it would have been well no because it was 94 right yeah i think well no i guess the trial was was it 94 or 95 mostly i don't know when the trial his i mean the the actual events was 94 i don't know when the trial i guess was. the trial was probably 95 yeah i don't know maybe it wasn't an anniversary maybe they just had a bunch of oj stuff also. i remember the trial too but that was a big deal yeah i can remember i mean obviously a little younger but i can remember stuff and i don't know it seems like i remember the car chase i don't remember watching it but i remember it being talked about as a kid mm -hmm. and i can remember when the trial stuff was going on a little bit um, but i mean i wasn't really wasn't aware of Trials. what was going on i just knew oj <laughs> everybody was talking about the trial that was all anybody could talk about it was on every tv network yeah like that was the big thing. That was it. Today right? in the O.J. Simpson trial, blah 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 blah. And then he was acquitted. Yep. We should talk about O.J. one day. We could. It's if the pretty, glove does not fit, you must acquit. It's pretty brutal. I, I you know, 
whoever did the murders, it was a pretty brutal murder. Mm-hmm. Whether it was him or not. We don't know for sure, but... My opinion... We'll, we'll cover it one we, day. Yep. My opinion has opinion. changed from... Used to, I had a certain opinion, and it's changed after... I watched a lot of the documentaries and stuff, and my opinion changed, but... We'll do, yeah, Save we'll it for do, later. We'll, we'll have to get day. Nick in on that one. Yeah, it could be a good episode. A couple, you could probably do three episodes on that, honestly, so much. But anyway, the one time we did three episodes, it, I kind of rambled too much. Uh, that so. was... Maybe not. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe not. That would be JFK for anybody who's wondering. Yeah. Parts one, two, and three. Yeah, it was too extensive. I could I could have I could have toned it down a bit. Yeah. It was like a, a big lot subject. Of it's too it's just too much. You could probably do a whole you know season on it if you wanted to. I am sure you could. Um, yeah. So, well, we're going to. You have anything else from that you wanted to talk about? Not from that. Um. I would like to do a series one day on here, and I, I've thought about it a lot, but I haven't talked about it on just Legends of the West hmm. because there's a lot, and they had a lot of stuff about the Old West mm-hmm. there, but there's a lot of different, you know, you've got, did Billy the Kid really die when he's supposed to die? When he supposedly died? Did Jesse James really die when they say he died? Did uh, Butch Cassidy and the Son of the Kids really die? When they said they died. There's a lot of stories like that of the West. And, and a lot of it's probably almost like mythology now. Mm-hmm. You know. Even though these people were outlaws, they've become heroes in the mind of some. Yep, that's so, true. So, you know, uh, that would be a good three three episodes right there. Just covering those three. Um. Yeah, and then they had the car from uh, Bonnie and Clyde, the movie. Bonnie yes, and Clyde, the movie car. Which is a heck of a movie. Made in the 60s. Have you ever watched it? I have not. I watched it one day. I don't usually watch movies that old, but <laughs> I mean, really, it's going to sound strange, but I like old movies, but when I say old movies, it's back to like... Rocky's like the earliest movie that I'm like really. And Rocky like. was what year? Seventy six or seven. Okay. And but this movie was made in the sixties. It's really good. Like there is movies that are that old that are really good. I mean, Casablanca is in the thirties, I guess, or forties. It's fantastic. Um, just 40s. like It's a Wonderful Life. You know, it's old. It's fantastic. Gone with the Wind. I watched it when I was a kid. And it bored me then, but I'd probably like it now. It's racist now. Huh? It's racist now, probably. <laughs> well, maybe so, but... Um, Can I say that on the podcast? I mean, everything, is, everything probably is. I don't know. Um, but that movie was really good. I really enjoyed it. So, that would be an interesting case to talk about them, too. They're not really Old West, though. New... Because there was cars, obviously. <laughs> but they're pretty interesting. Now, wait. What are you talking about? Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. They 
Yeah, how old how old were they? Like how old were they? Yeah. I don't know. I think I remember seeing in that museum it I think they were only like 25, 20, 24, they 25. Old. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were in their 20s. Going on crime spree. <laughs> Didn't last long though. No. They were shut down. Everybody blames Clyde, but I think Bonnie was maybe yeah. the, the mastermind behind a lot of it. She wasn't innocent. No, she was far from innocent, that's for sure. But she, uh, yeah, that's interesting too. So um, let's talk about, we've got a little top five for you today. And since it's March, it's not spring yet, but we're going to say five of our favorite things about spring. Of which it was very hard to come up with It five. was tough. I'll go ahead and say spring is my, as a kid, it was my least favorite season for sure. I'm not fond of spring now. It's okay. It's okay. But I, I just, I don't know. I guess because my allergies get bad, maybe that's part of it. Mm, I don't know. Could be. Which they're already getting bad. Like that means it's cr- coming. It's cranking up. Yeah, I can tell the difference. So uh, let's go ahead. You want to say your number five first? Number five is the something which I actually think we should do away with: the time change. Which way should we leave it? I think we should leave it the way it's about to be. Which and is just not the original. Stop changing it. So we should spring forward and leave and it there. Stay for all eternity. I agree. There's I really no reason to change back and forth. Not anymore. We're in that we're in the daylight savings time for eight months out of the year now. So why not just be there all year? Are we really there eight months? You it changes in November, it changes in March. So we only November, have December, four. January, February. We only have four months of... Four months of standard time. That's did it, it used to be six months of each? I think, yeah, I think it was. They changed it. How do they keep changing it? Oh, that's just... Then why not just get away with it? Do away with it completely? That's what What's they the should point? do. Just daylight savings all year. And that's some people are like, well, we should leave standard all year. Because it's standard... You're only in it four months out of the year. You're more used to daylight savings. So let's not screw everything up by doing standard all year. Yeah, that's true. But that is the, that is a good thing about spring, though. It's Getting pretty, back to the original topic. It's it's pretty nice not getting dark till 830. Well, it'll still be a while before, before that. But well, you know. Yeah. It's a lot nicer than 530. Let's see, what time does it get dark right now? It's it's past six now. So by the time the time changes, it'll be seven something. Yeah. Which is when? Changes what, two weeks? March 14th, is it? Gosh. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Well, good deal. So my number five, I put Easter. Easter. The, Not really any explanation needed. It's really the only, it's the only spring, spring holiday. holiday. Unless somebody wants to count St. Patrick's Day as a holiday, and I don't 
so no i don't either um yeah no explanation so number four from you number four goes along with number five and it goes along with number one when we see what number one is um more time outside yeah you can i mean you got a longer day more time to go out do stuff outside walk outside garden outside one thing that i'd rather not do though mow the yard that's your favorite that's coming you love it no i don't think so <laughs> but it's coming anyway it's coming whether you like it or not couple weeks i guess be time to mow think so that yep. quick yep probably get a big snowstorm before then <sighs> probably uh, my number four is the NCAA tournament. Um, as a kid, I absolutely loved the tournament. And then as I got a little older, I watched literally every game of it. Um, when I say older, as in like once I got out of high school and I could pretty much do what I wanted without having to be at school, I would skip I'd skip whatever was going on those those first two days first four days really and that's all i did was watch the tournament um and that was taken from us last year and mm -hmm. this year is going to be quite a bit different as well but mm -hmm. yeah that's number four number four okay my number three is life 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 <laughs> as in Everything comes back to life in the spring. The trees put out their leaves again. Yep. The grass, unfortunately, comes back <laughs> and starts growing again. But everything looks better. It's not a bunch of dead trees and a bunch of just ugliness. You start getting a little life back, some color. Everything looks a little better. A little greener. It's just life. And fall is death. So. That's number three. Good deal. That makes sense. And it's true. I remember, you know, it's pretty cool that when everything starts getting green, it's pretty neat to watch. It happens quick. Like the yes. trees and the mountains, they just... Yes. From dead into green, it's pretty cool to watch. So that's something we get to see here. My number dun, 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 three is spring means summer is coming. Okay. <laughs> um, we're moving right along into summer, and I love summer. And it'll be here quick. Man, you know, I don't want to hurry spring along. I don't want to hurry time along, but... But it hurries itself along. It does, so. and I like summer a lot. And, you know, when I say summer, I guess really Memorial Day till Labor Day is basically summer. Uh, in my if mind. If you're going by... You know, but calendar, that's not accurate. If you're going by temperatures... Around here, summer really would start about, mm, 
what do you think? First of May, middle of May. Middle of May for sure. Until possibly middle of October. Sometimes. There's always a difference though. There's always a definitely the end of September. You yeah, but last year after right after Labor Day, you could feel the difference. You could feel a little bit. It was still could, hot though. It was hot, but you could feel the the fall was in definitely in the air. You could t- tell that it was on its way. I wore shorts until hint of middle of different. October. Well, man, but I wear shorts if it's like sixty outside sometimes. It don't bother me. So, all right, number two for you. Number two is Easter, Easter. which we've already discussed the spring right. holiday. Which it's it is what it is. It's Easter. Good stuff. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> all right, my number two is one you already said. Time change and it's daylight longer. The dark mm, is depressing. Yes, it is. Especially when it's dark at like five o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, and just think if you left it daylight saving all year, it would never be dark. Never at be at dark five at o'clock. five o'clock. Might be dark at six, but not at five. Yeah. So your number one. Dun, dun, dun. Warm weather. That is my number one as well. Uh, You know, I used to completely hate the cold. You do. You hate it. Not completely. There is one thing I like about the cold, but I won't say that. Uh, Okay. The one, oh, I'll tell you what, the one thing I like about the cold is sleeping at night. And I like it when it's cold. Yeah. It's a lot easier to sleep when it's cold than when it's hot. That's that's a good point. When it's cold, you just pile stuff, on, pile quilts on the bed. Yeah, and, it's comfortable. It's more comfortable sleeping, that's for sure. Um, But yeah, I, I used to absolutely hate the cold, but I've gotten where it's okay. It's all right. It's not that big of a deal anymore. But I like when it warms up too. So, what's the ideal temperature range? It depends on what I'm doing. Okay. Um, if I'm going on vacation, like ninety. Ninety. Hot. I like it. if I'm going to the beach on like the That's say I'm going to the beach warm. in the lake. I want it to be hot. It may be not, you know, 80s 85. for sure, 85 to 90, 80 to 90. That's 80 to 85 would be good. If I'm home, the heat don't bother me, but I, I would say, you know, 60 to 80. Says somebody with air conditioning in their house. Well, that's true. That's a good point. You don't have air, do you? Nope. That's a good point. I do have air. <laughs> so 60 to 80, I'm good. If I'm home, that's 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 fine. I guess that's it's a good twenty degrees. Mm-hmm. At home, I think seventy-five is a good limit. Sixty sometimes cold though. Sixty in the winter and sixty in the summer are two, two different things. things. That's that's absolutely sixty true. in the winter is like hey, it's warm. Yeah. Sixty in the summer is like it's cold. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our story of the day. Okay. And any guesses what we're talking about? No guesses. Well, it's in about a creature. Mm. A creature of the night. 
a creature called the Mothman. The Mothman, not, ever, not the Batman, but the Batman. Mothman. Have you ever heard of Mothman? I think I have heard of the Mothman. What do you know about him? I don't know anything about him, but I think <laughs> I've heard of a Mothman. All right. So, Point Pleasant, West Virginia is a small town that sits on the banks of the Ohio and Kanawha River. Mm, where is it? this in West Virginia? It's right near Ohio. So, the uh, northern part. Yeah, it's up. It's up. Literally, you go across the river and you're in Ohio. Um, the last census, which was done in 2010, said there was 4,350 people living in the town. But this small town has a big story. Okay. Ooh. Which would be the Mothman, I'm The big Mothman story. It's November 12th, 1966, brought this new mystery to America. Five men in a neighboring town were digging a grave when suddenly they saw what they described as a man-like shadowy figure that flew over their heads. On November 15th, two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millette, reported to the police that they had been chased while driving by a large black figure with red eyes. Hmm. And it had a 10-foot wingspan. The next day, the local newspaper reported on the sightings, and their headline said, Couple see man, dash, bird, dot, 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 creature, dot, 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 something. It's a plane. It's a creature. (laughs) It's Mothman. The newspaper then gave it the famous name Mothman. Hmm. wonder why Mothman. Well... What's something that was popular in 1966? Batman would have been popular. Yeah. TV show. The TV show Batman was popular. Couldn't say Batman. Uh, would be a little copyright infringement So, there, and so. apparently there was, in the TV show Batman, there was a nemesis villain that was a moth. Hmm. But it wasn't a moth. It wasn't called Mothman. But apparently... The Batman TV show had something to do with the creation of this name. Okay. Which makes sense. Uh, yep. Um, so some people start, started to believe that this creature lived in a nearby, now vacant, nuclear power plant. The power plant was at one time a secret gov- government area where nuclear weapons have been tested. Hmm. What do you think? I don't know. So do they think that this thing was created by the government? So or that it was a mutation caused by being near the power think, plant? I think a mutation. Some probably would believe that the government created it. Some believe it was mutation. So somebody living near the power plant maybe grew wings and became a mothman? Well, or a moth flew into the nuclear and, and became a mothman. Mutates into a intelligent. Probably makes more sense for the human to turn into a mothman than the moth yeah. turning into a mothman. Probably. Or maybe a moth bit a human. This now we're in the uh, Spider-Man territory. And it turned it into a. And irradiated. The moth gets radiation from the nuclear plant. There we go. And bites somebody that lives nearby. 
Yeah. Who's also been exposed to a little bit of the radiation, and here you go. Sounds like that's probably what happened. Or here's here's even another theory. A man who works at the nuclear power plant and a moth yeah. are merged by the nuclear radiation. That's probably There yeah, you go. That, that makes the most sense right there. <laughs> they all make a lot of sense. Well, yeah, obviously. Uh, so in the next few days, many people claimed that they saw this mothman, including two firemen who said that it looked like a large bird with red eyes. The county sheriff said that he thought the sightings were of an unusually large heron. Hmm. A local contractor, Newell, his name is Newell, <laughs> Partridge, saw it and told the sheriff that he aimed a flashlight at the creature when he saw it in a field and that its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors. He also mm. blamed a buzzing sound that was coming from his TV and the disappearance of his dog on the Mothman. Okay. Well. So the Mothman's causing his TV mm. to buzz and took his dog. Well, that fits with the radiation theory. The radiation from right. the Mothman makes the TV buzz. Yep. But why is other people's TVs buzzing? Um, were they near Mothman's TVs when they saw the Mothman? I guess he's camping out at this guy's house. Did anybody see the Mothman during the day? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Let's see. Okay, eyes glow when a flashlight is shined, but not if you don't shine a flashlight at its eyes, do its eyes glow? I don't know. I they're mean, the other red. people saw red eyes, they say. Well, if it's at night, they're going to have to be glowing a little bit. Yeah. Well, they don't necessarily have to glow. Everything's eyes kind of glow in the Animals' dark. eyes Animals all glow. Eyes, yeah, they don't I mean, really glow... Not but necessarily glow, but reflect. It's the way they reflect the light. So, yeah. so the Mothman is reflecting light. It's got a little radiation, maybe making the TV buzz. It took the dog. Took a German Shepherd. Mm. According to this man. Interesting. Or the dog <laughs> chased after the Mothman and just didn't come back. Right. Maybe. Or it's not connected at all. Possibly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, a wildlife biologist told reporters that the description sounded to him as if it was a sandhill crane. He said sandhill cranes are very large, can be as tall as a man, has a seven-foot wingspan, and has circles of red around its eyes. Hmm. He said that the bird isn't one that is native to the area, but that it could have wandered off from its normal migration pattern and would not be recognizable to people in the area. Makes sense, I guess. Yep. So, then comes tragedy. Oh. You know, I told you that you cross the river and go into Ohio. Yep. The bridge, the Silver Bridge, is what connects West Virginia and Ohio. Um, and it collapsed on December 15th mm. of 1966, causing 46 people to lose their lives. Eventually, they came out and said that it was faulty I-bar chain and poor maintenance that caused the collapse. But some people had a different theory. Mm. The Mothman. <laughs> 
John Keel was an author, or is an author. I don't know if he's still alive or not. But anyway, he was interested in aliens and paranormal activity, and he wrote a book that you may have heard of. Do you have any idea what the book's called? They turned the book into a movie as well. I have no idea. The Mothman Prophecies. I have heard of that. Okay. So he said that the Mothman Prophecy, in the Mothman Prophecy, he said that the bridge and the Mothman are connected. And coincidentally, to go along with his theory, all the sightings actually stopped after the collapse of the bridge. Hmm. So, which is, you know, I mean, interesting. Yeah. Um, in the book, he says that the sightings were premonitions about the collapse. Hmm. Which I don't really understand. But. So... What this means, okay, that would mean, I guess, not that the Mothman had anything to do with the collapse. He was just foretelling of something coming. Yeah. So these... yeah, basically, basically, the Mothman is like a angel of doom. <laughs> is that? And a... he right. flew Fort... over people and made TVs buzz and yeah. whatnot to. <laughs> Leave them a sense of impending doom. That's, yeah, okay. And, I should add, all the people that saw the Mothman were on the bridge. Oh. Okay, not really. I just thought that was a good addition. That would make more sense? (laughs) That would make more sense, wouldn't it? It would make a lot more sense. No, I I made that part (laughs) up. But since they were not. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh... As I said, he said that was the premonitions about the collapse. He connected the Mothman to UFOs and the Men in Black. <laughs> hmm. So his book was published in 1975, so nine years after the events. Um, and this brought a lot of attention to Mothman and made it pretty popular. And people became interested in the story. Uh, like I said, it became a movie in 2002. With Richard Gere, which is a famous actor. And so that brought even more notoriety to the story. The town then, in 2002, capitalizes on the movie. And they start a Mothman Festival <laughs> in 2002. Hmm. And they say it brings ten to 12,000 people to the town every year for the festival. And during the 2003 festival, they unveiled a large statue of the Mothman. Hmm. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> you can look it up. It's metal. It's got red eyes. It's kind of cool looking. Then, 2005, they opened the Mothman Museum and Research Center okay. in town. So... You know, this town is really milking a couple sightings of something in 1966 and a tragedy. Yep. Um, Which may or may not be connected to each other. Yeah, kind of lean towards not, personally. Mm -hmm. But um, there has been, apparently, other sightings of Mothman. A Georgian newspaper, not as in the state of Georgia, as in the country 
Georgia. Okay. Says that the Mothman, there was a Mothman sighting in Moscow in 1999. And that that foretold of the Russian apartment bombings. So. Some have also said that there were sightings in Chernobyl. Okay. Which is where they had, what, that big meltdown? Yep. Nuclear stuff. Huh? Connected. Once again, another another nuclear place. And supposedly, which I couldn't find anything really to agree with any of these sightings, but there was supposedly a couple sightings at the World Trade Center before 9-11. Hmm. Um, and then also in recent years, there has been recorded a little over 50 sightings in the Chicago area. Um, including one at the O'Hare Airport, which I think the guy got on a picture of it or something. Any tragedies to go along with that? Nothing yet. <laughs> so they better watch out then in Chicago. Chicago. can be a tragedy in itself. Well, maybe. Um, so that's that's pretty much Mothman. Hmm. What do you think? I need to watch the movie. I won't read the book, but I'll watch the movie. I do not know. What do you think the Mothman is? I think it's the crane. I think that makes a lot of sense. And usually, you know, usually the easiest answer is sometimes the answer. Yep. Uh, you know, a lot of times it is. And that, that makes sense. And And if you look at the picture of that crane, it's got the big red eyes. And, you know, it kind of looks like, this guy said it looks like, you know, the the reflectors on a bicycle. The eyes kind of look, you know, the red, if you shined a light on this, I don't know what the reds would glow, I mean, what the eyes would glow like. But if you saw these red circles, you know, it fits. So I think that's what it was. I don't think it took a dog. I think the dog just ran off. I don't think it caused the buzzing of the TV. I found... What the airport worker in Chicago said. You want to hear it? Yes. This is all quotes, okay? Okay. Um, she was interviewed by somebody. I don't know where. But anyway, she said, I had just left work at the USPS sorting facility at O'Hare Airport at about 11 p.m. on Thursday, the 24th of September and was walking out to my car when I saw Something standing at the far end of the parking lot, where I usually park. At first, I thought it was a very tall person with a long coat. As I got closer to my car, I unlocked the car, which caused my headlights to come on. My headlights hit the person standing 20 to 25 feet from my car, causing it to turn and look right at me. I saw this was not some person, but some red-eyed creature. And what appeared to be a coat was actually wings, which it spread out as it turned to look at me. At first, I thought it was some kind of very, very large bird. But I've never seen any bird that stood almost seven foot tall. I'm 5'4". And this thing looked taller than me by at least two foot. This thing then started making some type of chirping sound. Almost a half chirp and half click, like someone was clicking their tongue, but much faster. It then made some type of screeching sound that took off running towards me. 
and took off running towards me. It got to within 10 feet of me and took off into the air and flew above me. I was screaming hysterically as I crouched down behind my car's open door and I dived into my car head first. I was in a near panic as I tried to start the car, close and lock the door, and turn on my interior lights. I started my car and took off out of the parking lot and flew down the road till I hit the main road. I got home and told my husband, who also works at the same facility, and he was the one who told me about the sightings of this thing. So I guess there was more sightings. Mm -hmm. I was scared, beep, and hope I never see the thing again. This thing is roaming around the area, scaring people half to death. I hope the airport people decide to do something about this thing someday. Yeah. <laughs> what were they supposed to do about it? I don't know. What do you think? Uh, it could still be a large bird. Yeah. Could just be that crane, whatever it was. There's I don't know if of, it was seven feet tall. There's a lot of sightings, though, in Chicago all of a sudden. It's interesting. Very, very interesting. I don't know. So what do you think about the Mothman altogether? I don't think it's a sign of impending doom. I think it just, people just think, uh, are sticking the two things, unrelated things together. Right. Probably. Other than that, I don't know. Do you think, what do you think about the town? Um, as in what? I, I feel like they're, I don't think this was all made up by the town. I think these people actually had the sightings, you know, back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. It took them a long time to really, you know, but they figured out, hey, we can make some money off of this. Yep. Which is good for them, I guess. That's their thing, I guess. Um, their so that's their thing. And claim that's fine. to fame. Um, but I, you know, don't. I don't know. Town I don't, of the Mothman. Huh? Town of the Mothman. <laughs> our claim to fame. I just feel like they're they're leaning a little. I don't know. Forty six people died at the bridge. Mm hmm. Don't claim it's the Mothman. I mean, you know, I don't know. I guess it's not their fault. It's not the town's fault that that's being told. No. And I did find that the author of that book has died. Um, but, you know, whatever. It's interest. It's an interesting story. I watched the trailer for the movie. It looked kind of weird. And it says, based on true events, mm-hmm. which I'm not so... True events in which the Mothman makes phone calls yeah. to people. And can tell the tr- truth to people. Like, or tell, you know, <laughs> the guy was like, what am I holding my hand on the phone? And it said, Chad's dick. <laughs> I'm sure that happened by this big thing. Yeah. I think it was the crane. That's what I think. Probably. Especially since. And you know why I think. All these sightings the, were at night. Let me tell you why this, why the. Siding stopped. 
wow. in my opinion. Wow, wow, wow. The bridge collapsed, and people were too busy focusing on the horror of an actual event. Yeah. That they stopped, you know, randomly seeing monsters. Yep. Could be. Um, or, you know, it snapped them back into reality, and they realized, yeah, there's probably not anything there. Mm-hmm. It's probably a bird. <laughs> or the bird went back to... Or the bird... it was outside its normal... Yeah, and it figured it out and got where it was supposed to be. Went back to where it normally went to. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of interesting. There's a lot of weird stuff like this. Kind of reminds me of the uh, Bladenborough... The beast. The beast. And actually, you know, there actually was something more to that in my mind, though. I mean, it wasn't a beast, but something was doing the stuff. Yep. Killing animals. You know, it was actually causing harm. <laughs> Unlike this bird. I don't think it really did anything. Nah. But, who knows? Scared a few people. At night. It probably would be scary to see a seven-foot wingspan bird. If you, that you had never seen. I mean, it's yeah, not normal eyes. to see there. Yeah, you saw those big shine. red eyes. And our, our imaginations run And wild. one of the sightings was people digging a grave, so that may have contributed Yeah, a they bit were already too. in that mindset of, you know. In a cemetery at night. It can be creepy. Digging a grave. And something flies over your head. <laughs> that could cause some problems. It might. Your brain might contribute some things to that. Yeah. That you wouldn't have otherwise done. Maybe so. All right. Well, I think we covered all we can about this for the day. If you see any seven foot long creatures with wings flying above your head, take a picture, send it to us. <laughs> I hope we get a picture. <laughs> Somebody send this one. That'd be funny. Well, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, nope. I don't think so. Can't think of any. No. As usual. As usual. All right. Well, I guess that's all we'll say for today. Yep. Ah, uh, this has been another episode of Messer Brothers Presents. I am Craig. And I am Doug. And I am part of Messer Brothers Presents. And See you later. Adios. Adios.